0: Welcome to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. This is officially the last game of the footballing season. And joining me is Matt Clark. How are you doing, Matt?
1: Full named. I'm very good. Full named. Very good, James King. How are you? Thank you. I'm
0: alright, thanks. I'm alright. Kind of glad that this football season's finally ending. It starts up
1: again next week, so it's
0: like... It's it's like three weeks after the new season should have started. Yeah. So it's it's way off, but I guess there's good reasoning. Good reasoning. Yeah, of course. But yeah, we've got some news to go through. Lots of transfer news and rumours, etc. Regarding Premier League. And then, of course, we've got the Champions League and Europa League final. So let's crack on. So I think the biggest piece of news this week that isn't transfer related is, of course, Harry Maguire's Greek holiday. Hmm. All goes so well for footballers on holiday,
1: doesn't it? Well, they're, they're going to be a target, aren't they, from opposition fans and whatnot. So it's just... Yeah, they're always going to be in the limelight <laughs> and they're always going to be a target.
0: So, so yeah. for the, for those who don't know, is it Mikinos? That's yep. how you say yep. it, it? Yeah, Mikinos. So taking his holiday in Mikinos with friends, family, etc. And he got arrested for assaulting police, allegedly. He was... Seemed to be punching and kicking police officers during a bar fight that got escalated. Because I've seen lots of different reasons, but apparently one of them is his sister got stabbed in the arm with a pen. In which he oh, retaliated and obviously got involved. Things escalated. Next thing he knows, he's waking well, up in a prison cell. If
1: it's only because his sister got stabbed in the arm by the pen. I don't blame him, to be truthful, but he's pleaded not guilty to the whole thing, so stories get twisted
0: like I see he's not
1: guilty till He's He's not not
0: guilty till proven innocent. (laughs) He's innocent till
1: proven guilty. That's what I'm trying to say. I think that doesn't sound right in my head. He's not (laughs) guilty
0: till he's guilty. He's innocent till proven guilty in my eyes. Yeah, that's it. Uh, One interesting note is that he racked up a £63,000 bar tab whilst at this bar, including things like uh, £750 on three different bottles of Jack Daniels. Must have been some special Jack Daniels. Uh, An X amount on lobster. Oh, um, champagne! There were just all sorts. Of How lights. many Jager bombs? Probably a lot. You, I mean, egg can knock them back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a tough one because, like you say, innocent till proven guilty. But if he's even been involved in that sort of scenario. It's unacceptable for for his stature of where he is. Well, oh, yeah, it's another situation.
1: It might have, he might be just been unlucky, wrong place, wrong time, car in the middle, something that is totally not his fault. So you just don't know if he has done anything wrong. He might have just been he might be completely innocent and in all this. He was just in a wrong place at the wrong time, and it all be cleared up. So he might be fine.
0: You'd like to hope so, yeah, because obviously, like he's got England squad coming up. There is obviously Euros as well. Like, if it, if it did turn out that he caused it, etc., and he was the the person at fault, then that could jeopardise that going forwards. Maybe. Could jeopardize his captaincy for Man United Maybe. as well. Um but yeah, Man United got heavily involved straight away when it when it all started. Yeah. So that part, I think yeah. they they'd done the best to cover the details that they didn't want airing. Yeah. And then people have speculated. So a lot of this could be false information. We never know until it's all done. We'll
1: find out once he's getting trialed and all that jazz comes out. And if he gets proven guilty or not guilty, then we'll take it from there. All they can do. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Uh, But let's talk transfer news because there's been some interesting dealings going on, mainly involving London clubs. Hmm? Every single one of these confirmed sort of deals, let's say, all involve two London clubs. So we'll start things off with Arsenal, who have beat off other clubs to sign Brazilian centre-back Gabriel Magalhães?
1: Just call him
0: Gabriel. Let's just call him Gabriel. Do you want to yeah. even give that an attempt? Magalhães? Magalhães? Magalhães! Magalhães, yeah, why not? But- Magalhães, we'll go
1: Magalhães. Just call him Gabriel, he's a Brazilian, isn't it? So he just gets yeah. one name, it's Gabriel. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm all with that. Uh, but he's a 22-year-old centre-back from Lille and they've agreed a £27 million fee. They fought off clubs like Man United had interest. Yeah, man. Um, I can't remember which foreign club it was. I think it was Napoli. Real Madrid. Oh, Napoli was one of them. Um, and I, There was another Premier League team. I, can't
1: uh, remember I thought him. Everton were linked to him as well.
0: Could have been Everton. Yeah, you could be right on that. But yeah, uh, could we potentially be seeing... A Saliba and a Gabriel as a centre-back partnership for Arsenal next season.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Because well, he they, likes his they've youth. Kept, they've kept David Luiz for a reason, mate, so... But...
0: Well, they like to play three rounds as well, don't they? So imagine Luis in, in the middle, yeah. and then you've got Saliba Maybe. and Gabriel either side.
1: Obviously, Saliba's pretty unproven for Arsenal so far, but... Give him a chance to prove that he can, so you never know.
0: Exactly, you got to start somewhere. Exactly. So, and it, it, it has faith in uh, Rob Holden as well, so. Yeah. Don't know. But then again, Rob, Rob Holden is probably the best defender they've got. <laughs> Not going to lie. And that is saying Summits. Uh, it is indeed. It is indeed. So, Chelsea. Chelsea have been like the busiest team in the entire world in this transfer window. Frank Lampard's finally getting to splash some dosh. I
1: wouldn't say the busiest team in the world. Carl have signed 10 players so far, mate. Mm. 10. Chelsea have signed 10. Just mm. <laughs> busiest team Debit. in the Premier League? Maybe not in the world.
0: <laughs> I love how you've managed to squeeze Carlo in there somehow. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, but Chelsea has set off a look, that lucrative one year deal that they ever so preciously hold on to to Thiago Silva, who's yeah. wanting to actually play for another three to four years. So he's wanting to squeeze a fair bit more time out. He's yeah. 35 years old, but do you see him being a good fit for Chelsea?
1: Yeah, I think he'll do all right for a one year deal. What have Chelsea got to lose? Exactly. I, I think, Free agent. I think, I think it's good that.
0: Yeah. It's purely gonna be there for that that experienced experienced head for the younger ones that are coming through. Well they like need a tomorrow. leader at
1: the back. It's something Chelsea's been lacking. They've had, they've been rotating yeah. through like Tamari Zuma, Christiansen, Rudiger and whoever else they've got. They just need an yeah. experienced head within all of that, just leading the defence, which I think it's a I think it's a really good sign Chelsea. Yeah.
0: Can't argue it at all. And if it's free as well. I mean Yeah. Could afford to give a bit more wages, and then you, you never know; they might end up extending that one-year deal for another one-year deal Absolutely. when it comes to an end. So it could just keep ticking over. Um, and of course, as Chelsea have been linked with the entirety of this transfer window, they are extremely close to agreeing a deal with Leverkusen for Kai Havertz. It looked like it hit a rocky stage at one point, and talks seemed to have just vanished. But now they've they've sparked back up and it's coming in full force. Looks like it's gonna be somewhere in the region of ninety million.
1: A brilliant deal. Worth every penny.
0: Do you reckon? Yeah. I, I I can't argue it. Can't argue it. Yeah I honestly like
1: think class. it'll be probably the best sign of the summer and that even includes if Man United gets Sancho. I think that's such a good deal. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you rate Havertz more than you rate Sancho?
1: I think Havertz will give Chelsea a complete another dimension. I think Sancho is another player that can similarly do, is just adding to the squad depth. But I think Havertz offers Chelsea a complete different role. Well, they don't mm. have it at the moment because Chelsea really need a goal scoring midfielder. They don't have one. Yeah. And do you Man know what? United you know, I to say. Of, Man United have got plenty of forwards that run fast, skip past people, dribble, and can finish. Yeah. And Sancho isn't coming in to be an attacking midfielder, he'll be coming out to be one of the front three forwards. So, so you will offer more to Chelsea than Sancho will for United. I'm not saying that Havertz is better, Sancho is better. Yeah, I, I, Haberts, I was just I was just going
0: to say, because you've obviously explained it then in a way that you'd think the transfer is better because of the difference that he'll bring yes, to the team. Whereas Sancho going to United, they've got players that already yeah, does what Sancho does. I still think it'd be a brilliant time for United if you
1: got Sancho. 100% brilliant. Oh, yeah. Havertz gives, just gives something to Chelsea, something a bit different you like,
0: need. It's like when Man United brought Bruno in. He yeah. brought them something different and he then became the signing of the season, essentially, because yeah. he came in and made a massive difference. Like you say, if they bring Sancho in, they've got other players that can do that role. Admittedly, might not be as good, but they've still got an option there. Yeah, mate. And do you know what? <laughs> Feel free to argue argue with me on this, but I would say... That like, in that Chelsea squad at the minute their best goal scoring midfielder is Ross Barkley yeah, and, and he get barely gets a
1: kick he'll be gone this summer as well I think
0: so, yeah especially if Havertz is in there
1: because they've already signed Zayec as well so yeah. I, see I mean they're going
0: to struggle to get all these players in this team
1: <laughs> oh no like I said they get, they get, they're getting all these players in then they can afford to sell people it's always better doing it that way you don't want to be a club that sold a load of players they're like, oh my god, we need to buy people, and clubs are just ragged on prices. tends to be what Man United do.
0: Yeah. They, and then, then you end go up buying late, a Gallo. Go,
1: Yeah, they go late into the market and pay 80 mil for Harry Maguire and yeah. stuff like that. They do Chelsea, Chelsea are doing really well this transfer window.
0: Chelsea have started early, they started yeah. as soon, as, soon as they were able to. Yeah, do. they've got in on it. Uh, and also for Chelsea as well. You'd think that they were sort of done there. You'd think Havertz, Werner, Ziyech, like they were they were spending. It's if they get um Havertz in so far they spent eighty three million on Ziyech and uh Werner. Uh Werner, yeah. So if they get Havertz in for ninety million, they're then looking to also bring in Ben Chilwell. So imagine having Ben Chilwell, Thiago Silva, Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, and Hakem Ziyech five top class players yeah. they're bringing in there. they'll
1: definitely be selling a few people but you've got to remember as well how much money they they spent in the last couple of transfer windows
0: zero oh, that's why they're and they sold such Hazard a
1: good transfer window right now because they they've yeah. saved money so fair point they can afford
0: them. to yeah and they've got the Hazard money coming in they've got Williams wages off books yeah. as well they've even released a list of players that are available to other clubs this window yeah. and N'Golo Kante is actually on that list
1: that's a mistake. Yeah. Personally. I think if, if imagine like, Who oh, would you
0: I, who I, would you I, rather I, keep? Would you keep I, I would Kante you. or Jorginho?
1: Kante hundred times over.
0: But the now the other argument is, is both Lampard and Sarri played Kante out of position because they feel like he's not fitting the role that they want him to play in that holding role. But
1: now they can well,
0: he's 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 the the reincarnated called Macaleel Engolo, can they? They should be playing. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's class. He's and top, top, do you know top. what? Oh, yeah. If 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 I was if I was like Frank Lampard and I called N'Golo into office and I was like I was about to say to him, "You need to find yourself another club. We're going to sell you this window." When he sat down in front of me, I would just break down in tears because he's got the cutest little face. Yeah. You would not be able to sell that man.
1: Thing is, if they sell a goal, Kante, I think they'd re- I think they'd regret it because he's gonna go to another club. To fair, he'd probably end up at PSG or somewhere, I think, at would. Um, Madrid. Would absolutely rock it. He would absolutely rock it wherever he went. They should be playing him. Because yeah. they're getting they get they're getting Havertz in, they're getting Zayetch in, they're getting Werner in. You know, all these yeah. attacking players, what they need more than anything right now is a really good holding midfielder. And mean why not, Why
0: not play him why not play two holding mids and have Jorginho and Kante?
1: I wouldn't even cast Jorginho as a, a like a proper holding midfielder, but you could, Why, you could is, do that wrong. Is he a fraud? <laughs> uh,
0: he's well, a fraud, damn it! <laughs>
1: he's not an N'Golo Kante hold holding midfielder. No. box Boxside ball with midfielders, midfielder is Ingolo Kante. we yeah. could do him and uh, Jor- Jorginho and have three ahead of him, and then Werner up top by himself. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's what I was thinking, because imagine Zeech Havertz and who's the um, wingers that they still got. Uh, uh, Pulisic. Pulisic, oh, Pulisic is Pulisic, the one, isn't Like yeah. that, that's, that's scary, that with Werner yeah, in yeah. front of them. Oh, Yeah,
1: man.
0: I think we've just figured out Chelsea's formation. Ben Chilwell at left back. Who's at right back? Um, right back, they've got Aspilicueta.
1: Reese James.
0: Or oh, Reese James, yeah. We've got back. Thiago He's Silva. Been... Rudiger. Yeah, I think I prefer Rudiger over other ones. <laughs> Kepa uh, at <and> Im- Nets. <laughs> imagine if they still swap out Kepa, though. And then bringing all black. Oh my God, imagine if that happens. <laughs> oh God.
1: If they it would Oblak just as well. Yeah, Jesus
0: Christ. They'd be a
1: powerhouse. Yeah. They actually would. They'd be pushing for title. Yeah. Oh, I that up? would be
0: crazy, that. That would be crazy. Yeah. Keep an eye on Chelsea this window because my God, it is heating up. Yes, uh, But we're going to go back to the other side of London to Arsenal again because. Wolves are in advanced talks with Arsenal over a deal for Ainsley Maitland-Niles. So it follows on from uh, Johnny getting his injury in the Europa League. He's set to be out for six to nine months. It's quite a lengthy injury for quite a vital player as well for Wolves. Um, So in addition of a sort of versatile fullback slash midfielder, Maitland-Niles could be quite a strong yeah, he can, acquisition. He can play quite a lot of
1: roles for you, so he'd be a very good squad player. And he's still young, yeah. he's developing. He proved that he can be quite an asset because he did quite well for Arsenal last season. So yeah. I think it think would be a good signing for Wolves. not quite sure about Arsenal. actually getting get rid of him, to be honest. But if Wolves can get him, why not?
0: Exactly. And Arsenal are only asking for £20 million, pounds, which is worth not it. a bad deal at yeah, all.
1: Yeah, worth it for him. Because he's such a versatile exactly. player he can play. He can fill a lot of gaps for you.
0: Unless unless it's literally the case, Arsenal are trying to build some funds because we've known it in the past.
1: Oh, they spent all the money on the new Aubameyang deal.
0: True, could be that. Yeah, and they're trying to balance books back out. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, versatile. So even when Johnny comes back from injury and slots back in at left back, which I'm sure he will, yeah. Maitland Niles could then push on into midfield. So it's not like he's going to get signed, used at left back whilst Johnny's injured. Then once he's injured, he gets pushed away. Yeah, he can good. he can still slot in into that midfield as well, Absolutely. or even like wherever he can just play anywhere. It's like it's like a young James Milner, um, mm, yeah. not quite as not quite as as um, what's the word? Not quite as polished off. Let's say okay, still got a bit of work to do. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, but sticking with Wolves, Morgan Gibbs White could be on his way to Swansea on loan.
1: He's kind of stalled, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, we, we we were hyping him up, not last season, the season before. And we sort of said towards the back end of that season, if they can get him playing more regular football, he could be an asset to that Wolves squad. Absolutely. And he's fizzled away a little bit. He's not really featured that much. So I think a lone spell, especially in Championship, will do him a bit of good. Yeah, I think it's a good move. See what he can do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I mean, we saw Rian Bruce to go to Swansea and he absolutely smashed it. So He's
1: got Liverpool uh, midweek in a friendly, hasn't he, as well? They won 3-0, he yeah. got one of the goals, I'm sure he did. So, yeah, he's doing all yeah. right.
0: Leeds, just quickly as well, Leeds are looking to get him out on loan, which could be quite a good...
1: That'd be a very good deal for um, everyone involved there. Leeds yeah. need a striker, Bruce need games, and Liverpool want to keep hold of him, really. So, yeah, yeah good deal all round.
0: Really good deal. But we're sticking with Arsenal once again, because Hossem Aura. Josem Aura. what now?
1: Hossem. Aura.
0: Yeah, Aura, right? Aura. Like you've okay. got a
1: good okay. aura about you. Yeah. Right, Provide. sweet. I've got aura. it. Call him aura. What's What's weird yeah.
0: is I always sign this geezer on soccer manager because he's a quality midfielder, and I can never say his In name. Court. Um... So, yeah, he, he could be on his way to Arsenal are the rumours. This this is obviously few rumours coming out now. So, he's a young and gifted midfielder at Lyon currently and he played a vital role in that Champions League campaign where they reached the semi-finals, as we all know, and he was pulling the strings in that midfield. So, that is someone that Arsenal need because they've lacked yeah. that for a while.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be a great sign for Arsenal. Really good. Yeah. As long as they
0: can negotiate a good deal with him, yeah, man. like keep a decent price. Maybe that's why we're seeing players like Maitland Niles leave to build up funds to pursue yeah, you're this right. guy. He's yeah. <laughs> not <like> he <laughs> going to attempt so to say much. his name again. Yeah, yeah
1: you're right. <laughs> um,
0: So yeah, it could, be, could potentially be a good good move for us. We'll strengthen that midfield a bit and actually get a bit of uh, creativity in there as well. Yes, a bit stale sometimes. um. So I did say that most of these stories are to do with London clubs and formerly of a London club, Kieran Trippier mm-hmm. could be making a Premier League return. Just bear with me on this one because this one's a bit crazy. So despite being mentioned as a key component to Atletico Madrid's defence this season just gone, he's reportedly been linked with a move to... Aston Villa of all teams. Mm. Discuss.
1: <laughs> Being able to play for a 40 Madrid game in, game out, then a club like Villa can get him. Bit of a weird one.
0: It's a weird one, but is he happy in Spain?
1: Mm, true. Might not be, I suppose.
0: Might not be. And if it's the case that a team's willing to offer him matches' wages, because we know Villa like to spend money. Yeah. Um, if they're willing to match his wages and bring him in, I mean, that's quality experience in the defence that leaked a lot of goals yeah, last season. Absolutely. um absolutely. Let's judge it realistically, though. Kieran Trippier is not going to sort out leaky goals because he's not a... He's not
1: a full-out defensive fullback. He gets forward. He's not,
0: yeah. He, he has looked a lot better since he's been to Atletico Ma- Madrid, though, yeah. at, at being a bit more defensively minded. But I think that's just the way that Athletic player, really, isn't it?
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: So I don't know. It it, it could happen, but I highly doubt it will. Yeah, I highly doubt it. don't see that one. No, nah. but crazy, crazy rumours. They always pop out. Yeah, man. I mean, what was it a couple of seasons ago? Frank Ribery to Sheffield United, was it?
1: Oh, I do remember when we that. came up? Yeah, yeah.
0: That that was crazy. have oh, we've, we've had Cavani crazy, to
1: Leeds. That ain't gonna happen.
0: Zlatan to Leeds was one as well that ain't
1: gonna happen. he's just signed a new two year deal at Milan I think it,
0: that guy's gonna keep going till I'm in a wheelchair <laughs> for a couple of years like, then uh, <laughs> well, that should have been a joke for you you should have said yeah it should have been the other way around Okay, you're already going bold <laughs> ah, fair enough <laughs> getting the bold joke in there um, so that is all the, the sort of transferred news and transfer rumours to go through. So now let's head on into the finals. Champions. 85 days later than it should have been. But we've got here. Yeah. That final game of the football season we all look out for and buy and go and win it. Shock. Sure. Shock. I mean, I had Bayern on from, like, group stage. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they just won every game, Matt. Every single game.
1: They were, were class, mate. There
0: was no real fault in their team. Obviously, in this match,
1: PSG did have chances, but Bayern was just too good.
0: What about the chance that Mbappe had?
1: Oh, got... When it was
0: nil-nil. Bayern gave the ball away and then he kicked it straight into yeah. Neuer's gloves. There
1: was a couple Neymar ran through and um, sat on the ball and it bounced underneath it and then wasn't able yeah. it went just wide but like, Neymar managed to keep it in. Yeah, Di Marie getting put through by Ander Herrera he blasted it over you got Mbappe getting put through by Ander Herrera and he smashes it right at Neuer. It was, PSG had it was a poor PSG had chances.
0: It was a poor attacking display from Arguably, three of the the better attackers in the world, especially Mbappe and Neymar. Neymar was sort of quiet in that game, um, as was Mbappe. Really, Did yeah. You
1: no, no one really stepped up for PSG. Yeah. Everyone had quietish games. I think if one of them had stepped up, I think it could have been a different score. This I really do. Yeah, but Neymar and... was quiet. Mbappe was quiet. So.
0: Di Maria wasn't so much quiet, I'd say he saw the most of the ball out of the three of them, but he just had a poor game, his his shots weren't decent, his passing weren't great, he had chances where he got through on goal and then got caught up to and tackled and it's like, uh, uh, just uh, I don't know, it just didn't really work out for PSG. But the one thing I suppose you have got to take into consideration is that, obviously, the French League did not finish. No. So they've come back into the Champions League having not played football for three to four months, something like that. And they've done all right to get to the final. And then, obviously, it's maybe caught up on them a little bit, playing someone of Bayern's ability. So, but yeah. Kingsley Coleman. Scores against his former side to win his 20th trophy as a player. He's 24, which is crazy. He's had an average Um, career. Just average, yeah, just average. It works out that he wins a trophy in every nine games because he's made 193 appearances for Bayern, Juventus and PSG. Every nine games, that's
1: ridiculous.
0: It is a joke, isn't it? Yeah. But you look at the teams that he's played for Bayern pretty much win the league every season. Yeah. Juventus pretty much win the league every season. PSG pretty much win the league every season. So, he's
1: yeah. <laughs> had good clubs so far to keep that run going. So, yeah.
0: It would be interesting to see him join a Premier League club. Such as say Man United, Arsenal, and let's see how his trophy cabinet looks after a few years
1: there. With a loan move to Man United, he didn't get Sancho, so yeah,
0: we'll see how that goes for him. Uh, But Kimmich is balling for Coleman's header. Yeah,
1: good man. Coleman's had to head it into the ground. It went right under Kayla Navas, so zero chance. It was, it was
0: like a De Bruyne esque kind of ball. Yeah, it was, Stopped it and just sort of looped it over the back. It was, it was nice. Yeah, it was, was nice. But yeah, Bayern won the Champions League. Can't can't really argue it. No, they was, no. They just smashed it from start to finish.
1: No, absolutely. They deserved it, absolutely deserved it. and They wanted it more it as well. It would be one injustice if someone
0: else won it. Yeah. And that just demolition of Barcelona just tops it all off from really, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, but we'll move on into the Europa League, where it's a bit more entertaining, to be honest. Uh, we had a 3 2 severe win, and they won the sixth Europa League title. They are literally the masters of this tournament.
1: Yeah, um, this game had absolutely everything. It was such a great game. Um, but yeah, Inter Milan were favourites for this match, but Sevilla obviously got the win. But couldn't really argue it. Sevilla took the chances. and they did have their chance. Lukaku had a clear cut chance as well, which he wasn't able to put away. And he
0: put one in his own net though. I know. <laughs> so, so
1: it was very. He had a very eventful game on Romelu. But um, yeah, he did. Yeah, great game.
0: It was, it was one of the better finals out there. I mean, the the Bayern PSG one ain't gonna be one of them ones that sits in your memory for a while. It's it's um, there wasn't too much to it, but as you mentioned, Lukaku, we spo- I suppose we best bring up the eleventh consecutive Europa League goal yeah. to games. Mad, mad. Yeah, uh, 34 goals for Inter in his debut season as well, so he's not done too shabby overall.
1: No, he's had a good, very good first season. Yeah. Extremely good season. Just hope for he Inter. keeps doing it for him. Because,
0: yeah. I mean, they're pushing Juve, they're pushing him. So.
1: But yeah, they're only one point off, I believe.
0: If yeah, so.
1: He's got them into a real team. Him yeah, as, comfor- as comfortable it's top, as. So.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, because Juventus looked quite comfortable, but then when we came back in from the restart, they weren't as great as they had been. No. But Inter kept winning games and kept picking up points. So then it looked a lot closer than what it actually seemed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Inter, Inter could cause a few problems, especially if Conte is still there next season. Yeah. So, uh, but Luke de Jong, two brilliant headers. He's been just spot on for Sevilla.
1: Yeah, couldn't do it for Newcastle, but gets two goals in the
0: Europa League <laughs> final for Sevilla. It's crazy, it's crazy isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. It's just it's mental, absolutely mental. But the thing that I liked is literally that first half was just one team attack, get a goal, the other team attack, get a goal, and it was literally it was like that, and it finished two two before break. Yeah, and then Sevilla came out second half we're like right, we're gonna nick one and then just show up shop yeah. and just leave it there, it pretty much and Inter couldn't do nothing.
1: Yeah. Well done, Sevilla. They deserved it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and
0: the manager as well. Let's let's throw it back to World Cup. He got sacked two days before the World Cup. Yeah, he got the Real Madrid job. He was sacked after about four months. Mm-hmm. I want to say, yeah. well, the league analogy yeah. is that great, but he didn't last very long at Real Madrid. And then he's obviously come to Sevilla. He's had other managerial offers, etc. Come to Sevilla, and won the. Uh, Europa League with them. So yeah. kudos. Absolutely. Kudos. Uh, but I've got a couple of questions to throw at you, Matt, okay. because obviously we've seen different formats due to COVID right. with the Champions League and Europa League, etc. Should we see this Champions League format going forwards? Should it be in use?
1: Well, the way they've just done it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't I don't necessarily mean the 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 um Seeded sort of side where still draw it, but the sort the the one leg format is what I'm no talking about. No, two legs, you don't like it.
1: No, I think the Champions League is before obviously all this covers this was pretty much bang on to how it incorporates enough teams. You get the home and away legs, you get more matches. Nah, I prefer it the way it has been,
0: okay. That's fair. That was a quicker answer than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to, I don't know, toy toy between them. So it works worse then, in your opinion, than it usually does.
1: my opinion, yeah, I think you should have home and away because I think a two-legged affair really does show which um, does actually allow the superior team to get through over the two legs. Um, You get home advantage, you get away advantage, you get the away goal rule thrown in there. What makes it more exciting and obviously... More
0: fans get to watch it. So if it was, say, I don't know, let's say a smaller team crept through the group stage, snuck in to knockouts and they got a, let's say Celtic, let's pick Celtic. I know obviously they're not a small team, but in comparison they are quite small. Um, So let's say Celtic snuck through, right? right? And they drew Barcelona. And it was a ninety minute game. Right. They nicked to one nil and managed to sneak past Barcelona. Yeah. And they kept nick and they managed to sneak their way all the way to the final through one leg. But in two legs, if they had to go to say the new camp and do it for obviously two two games, yeah. they'd obviously struggle. Probably. Do you not think it gives a fairer chance to those sort of teams? So we're not seeing the same teams win it.
1: Well obviously, yeah, I get that, but end of the day it should be the best teams in Europe that win it. Like, I know obviously Celtic could like it. Just shows that night up at Celtic Park when Celtic had two shots on target and actually beat Barcelona. Beat Barcelona. Yeah,
0: that's it, the example. That's the exact example well, I was trying to use. Yeah,
1: <laughs> what you were doing, but um, yeah, obviously it's good for the lesser clubs and stuff like that. And but no, I just think it's a, It gives more of a true realization, true effect of who are the better teams in the Champions League if it's over two legs. I just think it's fair. Yeah, yeah fair, fair
0: enough. That's... so how could this system if they were to use it going forwards how would you improve it so door if door this door was door. the set thing that they wanted to do now how would you make it work better
1: um... I don't know to be fair I, um...
0: Cause I I don't like that it was already drawn I'd I'd immediately go back to drawing it right yeah. Um. So it's fairer because obviously you'd have had... But I think PSG had a lot easier route to the final than obviously what Bayern did. Yeah, but... Because Bayern, Bayern had obviously Barcelona in their side. There was Man City. If they'd have stuck past Leon, that could have been quite an interesting tie in the semis. But they do tend like, to
1: draw the quarterfinals and the semi-finals together. They did that even before this season.
0: Yeah, but it, it's... I don't know. It, it's less sort of... I know what you're saying. Like, Obviously, if you get through this quarter-final
1: stage, you're going to be playing the winner of Barcelona versus Bayern Munich or whatever like that. It gives you a bit yeah. more of a mystique if you then draw it differently. So it means you've got more of a range of teams you can actually play in the semi-final. I get that. But this is, but that isn't like a new thing for this season. They've always done that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But um, I, get you're saying. I get what you're saying.
0: I I don't know if I like this way better or not. Because I do like the idea, like the Leipzig, for example. Mm. So, one like that sneaking through and like taking out a couple of big boys, like Ajax did it. Um, but obviously, that was across two legs. But to be fair, Leipzig's majority of it was across two legs, to be fair to them. Um, well, and
1: pretty, they did you had it preset that obviously, in this well, from all the teams that got through from the quarterfinals, you got Leon, um, Leipzig, PSG, and Bayern. But it wasn't a shot chance that you'd get Bayern versus PSG in a semi final, one of the lesser sides getting getting through to the final. That being Leo and all Leipzig. So, but obviously with the yeah. pre draw it was already decided that that couldn't happen.
0: That's what I'd have liked, like Bayern Leipzig final. I think Leipzig could have could have maybe nicked something from them, but I mean that's just because we put it on as better, better the week, so <laughs> <laughs> that and that well. went. Yeah, that went up in the air quite quickly. So, <laughs> so you you decided on the fact that you prefer the old champion, like the the normal Champions yeah. League system, compared yeah, to this. One. Okay, I'm I'm undecided. I really don't know. I like little teams pushing through. That's yeah. that's my thing. But little teams have pushed through on two legs before. It just that's depends right. how much they actually had, want. You've had
1: it. smaller teams win it before. Like, look, Liverpool. Be- yeah. Small
0: <laughs> the dig, the dig. I thought you were going to go like Red Star Belgrade or something. Yeah, won it
1: in the past be fair, and obviously, yeah. You've had Paul, Many moons went, ago, Paul, you've had Monaco get to the final before. You've had loads of different smaller teams get there. Tottenham, for example, they're not. I know they're not really a small team, but in the grand scheme, <laughs> the grand scheme of Europe, no. Tottenham are a small team in the grand scheme of. Europe. Oh yeah,
0: for European tournaments. Yeah, I'm
1: not saying they're a small team, but in in the European stage they're not a Barcelona, they're not Real Madrid, they're not Bardi Bardi by the Tottenham Oscars. who that's their first ever Champions League final. So
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm going to say I like the I like the one game system. Yeah. I'm going to say I like it. Okay. Not that I've got anything against two legs. I do like the two legs cuz I like I like the PSG Barcelona kind of thing happen and the Liverpool Barcelona thing happen where one team smashes it in first leg, and you're like, all oh, right, well, they're out then. Yeah. There's no way they're going to turn that round. And then they go and turn it around. I like that. But I also like the the 1 0 wins where Barcelona get knocked out by Celtic for one one shot that clips the post and goes in, sort of thing. I, I like both. <laughs> Can there we, we just do both? Can we rotate? <laughs> season on season and <laughs> just switch it up? I mean, they must be one way or the other. <laughs> Switching up every season, that's what I'm saying. Um, but yes, I suppose the, the standard way is probably the better way. Yeah. The more sensible way, let's say. Okay. But that is, that is what's done this week. I mean, it's another short and sweet one for you. And that also means that football is wrapped up this season. So I think what we're going to do heading into the next couple of weeks is... We're going to look at playing some games maybe next week. Maybe maybe try out um, Mark's 11-a-side game again. Maybe try and do one of them for each other or something like that. Okay. Um, and then the following week, we'll get his predictions in for the, the season starting that weekend because obviously we're starting up on the 12th. So we'll get his predictions done and sorted and then we'll back at it again, back into the football with 14 days off. Mm-hmm. So there we go but if you would like to get in touch with us you can do so by finding us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for
1: at Footy Foundry Footy Foundry
0: you can also go to our website which is
1: www.thefootballfoundry.com
0: and a huge thank you to our partners the Beautiful Game Network you can check them out on Twitter by searching for at BGNFM. And finally, a huge thank you to our sponsors of Roughneck Scarves. They're the official scarf supplier, the MLS, USL and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf for your team
1: at... Roughneckscarves.com
0: Boom. And also, what we're going to be dropping in the next week or so is our new Fantasy Premier League season as as league. Is that the right thing? Fantasy Premier League? league. yeah we're going to drop one of them so make sure you get your teams in submitted they've got to be in by the 12th of september before the games kick off i believe it is around 1:30 p.m. on the 12th of september so i'm going to set that up within the sort of week or so get your teams in i've already built mine i think i'm going to smash it but i think that every season so yeah um i will be posting that on the on the socials throughout the week so do keep an eye out for that But, Matt, would you like to say goodbye and we will disappear into the night?
1: Goodbye and we will disappear into the night.
0: Ha ha! Thank you very much for listening, everyone. I'll be back again next week.